God bless the people of God. Welcome to Fire Healing Deliverance Prayer Ministry. Oh my God, this is going to be an amazing, um, an amazing show tonight. We had to switch from our original setup. You know how the enemies, um, he's always busy. So uh, we just thank God for another avenue, another way of being able to air when one air wave shut down. So we give God all the honor, the glory, and the praise. So um, look, we have Dr. Monica Hanchett. She's an anointed um, woman of God. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Um, today was a hectic day, Dr. Monica. Um, Dr. Monica. So what I'm going to do, Dr. Monica, uh, you're not new to this. Uh, this show is in your hands. Hello there, my children of God. This is our Dr. Monica Hanter coming to you to uh, save your soul through this sermon, uh, help you to uh, get out of your, uh, your vomit so that you will not go back to it underneath the blood of Jesus. I'm asking that God, I'm coming to you, Father God, in prayer uh, this day, this Thursday. That, Father God, you utilize my tongue, my heart, my mind, my body, and my soul. That whoever is listening to this, you will save their soul. They will not keep it to themselves. They will share it. I will build up something in them so that they get their own spiritual platform. One can do 1,000. Two can do 200,000. We come to you, Father God, to listen and to take heed. Um, I have the book of Job, 1 and 21. And the title of the sermon is, A Man Who Would Not Change. And Job says that in 121, the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to uh, read to you a story of the book that I've uh, been doing my ministry out of because I want people to really understand the people in the Bible, from the tribes to the people that God used, but God can use you also. Long ago, in the Old Testament times, there lived in the land of Oz, a man named Job. Now, Job was the richest man in that part of, of the world. Besides having great herbs of cattle and sheep and camels, he had a fine, large family, seven grown sons and three daughters. And I'm just going to go to that little paragraph right there. But before I uh, finish with this story, there's some questions that I want you to keep in mind. What did Job have that made him rich? Why did Job pray for his children? Did Satan think he could make Job turn away from God? What troubles did he send to Job? Then what did Satan cause to happen to Job? What did Job's friends tell him? I want you to keep those questions in mind as I interpret this story to you. Back to a man who would not change, Job 1 and 21. Job was very rich, but he was also very good. He worshiped God with sacrifices and prayed every day. Not only did he pray for himself, but Job also prayed for his children. It may be that one of my sons has done wrong and has not asked 
God for forgiveness. Yes. Job just stopped. Now, the Lord noticed all that Job did and he was pleased with him. One day, the Lord mentioned Job to Satan. Have you noticed my servant Job? He asked. There is no one on earth as good as he. So carefully to turn away from evil and do right. It is true that Job serves you, Satan replied, but it is not hard for him to do because you have blessed him so. Now, if something bad would have happened to him, he would probably turn away from you. Try and see, the Lord said. Do anything you wish. Do anything he has. Only do not hurt him. Before long, Job began having a lot of trouble. One day, a servant came running to him and said, Master, we are plowing with the oxen of all the gold and the Sibians. Came and took them. All the other servants were killed in the fight. I'm the only one who escaped. The servant had hardly finished telling his bad news when another ran up, looking very excited. Lightning from the sky. This struck all the sheep and the servants who were watching them, he cried. I'm the only one still alive. Then another came to Job with bad news. The Chaldeans made a raid upon our camels. They took the animals and killed the servants who were with them. That this was not enough, another servant came. And with the worst report of all, Job, he said, Your children will all have a dinner together. At your oldest son's house, when a great wind blew the house down and killed them all. Poor Job. And one day, he had lost his children, his servants, his flocks, his herbs, everything he owned. He tore his clothes and fell upon the ground. But he did not say anything against God. The Lord gave them all to me, he, he said, and they were his to take away. I still bless his name. Living hardly knew what to think of the way Job acted. He complained to the Lord. Job has not turned away from you yet because he himself has not been hurt. If something were to happen to him, will he curse you? I know. You may try to find out, the Lord replied. Only do not take his life. So Satan caused balls to break out in Satan's skin, to break out in Job's skin. These sores covered him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. It hurt him to stand up or to sit down or to lie down. Anyway, he turned. Job, he seemed to press against one of those sore places. Job was so sick and hurt so badly that even his wife thought it'd be better for him to die. Three of those friends came to him while he was sick. They tried to tell him that God was sending him these troubles because he had done something wrong. They told Job, God was punishing him. But Job knew he had tried to do right and that the Lord was with him. He would not agree with his friends or say anything against the Lord. Finally, Satan saw that there, were, there was no use in trying to turn Job away from God. He had proved that he was really a good and faithful man. After this, Satan left Job alone. God blessed him and gave him twice as much as he ever had before. Once again, he had seven sons, three daughters, 
to make his life happy, and his passions and fears were covered with healthy animals. He lived to be very old man and served God all of his days. And that was the completion of my story. This is Job. And you're just somebody that God just wanted to bless, let you know that how I can overflow things in your life. I can like bring things down that man didn't even know exist. But I can also take them away. And I'm not taking them away because someone gave me the power, because someone has the power to do it but me. But God will allow things to happen in your life. He'll put the right people in your life. Then he'll take the wrong people out of your life. But God just wanna show you. You just keep on hanging on to me. Times are going to come. But I'm going to still bless you. Job wants an explanation. You know, Job did not know what was going on. But Job stayed connected to God. Job didn't go being hateful towards God. And God doesn't want you talking to Satan. God's going to deal with Satan. See, Satan had to go to God to touch his servant. But I'm telling you, you pray for a hedge protection over you from the top of your head down to the soles of your feet and everywhere that you go. May God, a lifestyle, and he'll have heaven for you right down here on earth. God will bless you with the same home for 120 years out of your life. Death was not really meant for us. Man has came in and polluted this earth and have taken off our trees. Now we don't really have a lot of carbon dioxide. You give us another five or ten years, we can be preparing just to breathe. But God, God wants to show you heaven down here on earth. He doesn't want you to forget about him back. When hurricanes come, mudslides come, he don't want you to say, is this God? No. He wants you to say, stay connected with him. Because the more that you lose, he's going to bless you just that much more. It's not really just for you. It's just to shine for his glory. To let people know that you're going to still hang on to him. Yeah, you blessed me. And I appreciated it. And I, I showed you that I appreciate it. Because I did not use my daughters in any promiscuous way. I would not allow my sons to verbally, mentally, or, or sexually abuse any other woman. I always, God, shine for your glory. And God always wants us shining for his glory. God wants us to be encouraged. In the Bible, going to church, reading his word, staying connected to him. It would take all of those things because the Bible is, is getting you connected to him as in an inner spirit. You know, you are knowing the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. You're being fed when you go to church. It's that personal connection, that, that love that you're showing for him. It's that time that you give to him. And the Sabians back then, in the BC time, okay? They were kind of connected with the Chaldeans. They did the advancement of the Babylonian times, the thing that God destroyed to begin with, because they were trying to build a temple. But Job wasn't involved with that. And you know, they wasn't involved with it because God tore it down, because they were just going against everything that God wanted to happen. God does not want you building a temple to get to him. God just said, you don't have to do hard labor work. My, my yoke is easy. You don't have to sell your soul. You don't have to compromise nothing. Just give me some time. Say a prayer. Privately. You don't have to go out in public and let people see it. 
I want intimacy with you. I want it before you give it to your husband. I bless you with that husband. He never committed adultery. Respect you among a hundred thousand women. I bless you with those children, that education, that mind, your beauty, your career. But he could take it away when he when he sees that you are like the children of the Sabians. Uh, well, you know, we built this tower. And um, we, we mighty now. It, it, it was we did. Now, I want to thank you, God, for my health and my strength. So God went and he confused the languages. God doesn't want you confusion because God is not the author of confusion. But when we are not shining from his glory, saving souls for his kingdom, he comes and he allows destruction to happen. Because God is a very jealous God. He loves unity. But he's not going to bless no mess. When he sees that it is mess, you are building up. And he knows he can use you for something better. He knows that Satan has got you blind. And he wants to uncover that in your eyesight. Then therefore he will show you. It's just like a testimony. If you want, you, if you want to see a testimony, you know, a pair of lips can tell you just about anything. God will show you everything. He wants heaven for you right down here on earth. Inmate tomorrow is not of God. Prison, jail, not divorce. There's no one in the Bible that God created that for us. Obeying the laws for the land starts with God. Waking up in the morning starts with God. Believing that he can do what man can never achieve in your life. He can now never give you the happiness. It regards to the money that you make, the power that you have with it. He can take that away from you. He doesn't want to do that. God wants you to fear him and ignore evil. He doesn't want to hear how you got destroyed because you wouldn't obey him. The Samians were people that were very tall and statues. The Ethiopians didn't consider themselves to be the Chaldeans. These people are the ones that, that, that destroyed Job's herbs, his flocks. His people. And because God says, touch not my anointed ones and do them no harm. This is the legacy that they left. What about the legacy that you're going to leave? You can do better than that. Job was tempted because he's a God. In the book of Matthew chapter 4, Satan goes and he bothers Jesus at his weakest. Okay? He took Job to his weakest, okay? But it also mentions how Satan couldn't meet him at his strongest. He had to meet him at his weakness. So that goes to show you that you can come in there with all of God's power. God allowed it to happen because Jesus knows whom he is. God wants you to know whom you are also. God wants you to know that he created you. There is no temptation with alcohol, adultery, porn, doing more sin with a pen than what you do with a gun that he cannot cure. You got to continue on giving it to him. And you have to go to lust sometimes. Drink more water. Go pick up that telephone. You know what that person is associated with. Drop the phone and open up the Bible and get associated with God. If Satan attacked Jesus in the book of Matthew chapter 4, he was going to do it to you. But reading the Bible, 
you, you continue you learn about it and you'll see the tactics he'll teach you god will teach you how to pray him off and keep him underneath your feet because he wants to bless you and he sees your struggle and it is going to happen god's word will not come back void and it saves you no know, job to have your wife even against you abraham was told i said leave your father God knew she was going to turn into a pillow and so leave everybody. Abraham, I just want you. Okay, that was a little disobedience because God knows we're dealing with our flesh. But he used it anyway. Okay? He's going to use you anyway. He's going to show you that when I say, I just want you, you're chosen. Because I can't use that person over there because they're still in the cult. Okay, Abraham? They don't have that kind of faith in me. They're not praying every day. I know that you still have something going on. You have some... Um, disassembly going on in your life but i'm gonna put you together and let you shine for my glory with the obedience alone you will be the father of the lambs throughout the bible god gives people to let you know that what they have you can see through prayer drinking more water eating less bread less red meat because god wants to work in the spirit as also in the physical so you can move around and spread his word. And you can go into those dungeons. You can go into those dark places and you don't fear anything. And nobody's going to tempt you with drugs or, or alcohol or just throw it in your mouth because they're going to feel that anointing on you. And you're going to have a hedge of protection over you because you love God more than sin. I don't need the blood of Jesus. I, want, I just want to come to you and teach all the jobs out there in this world. That Satan is going to do his part. The people that he already has, being promiscuous with their bodies, with their marriages, with anything in their life that God has blessed them with, they have misused. He sees it all. But what are you going to do when God bless you? You're not in jail. You're not in prison. You're not running red lights. Look at what you do have. All your utilities on. And you have your health and your strength. You're not in the hospital laying on your back. Will Satan tempt you? Will he, will he bother you? Yes, he will. Because he doesn't have you. He's going to fight you hard. Or you make his job hard. You consistently pray for his protection underneath the blood of Jesus. 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 So those prayers are going to get up there. Just like Enoch prayed. There's nothing down here on earth. That God cannot give you. He just wants to make sure that you know who the giver is. This is our Dr. Monica Hanchett. Loving to share God's word with you. I need the blood of Jesus. I'll be with you uh, next Thursday about this time. This is what God says. You be blessed from the top of your head down to the soles of your feet. Wisdom, favor, anointing, grace, mercy, healing, forgiveness. The right people in your life and the wrong people out of your life. Memorizing Bible scriptures, being the walking Bible, becoming a soul out Christian. You be blessed. Amen. Amen. A powerful word of God uh, coming from the book of Job. Coming from the book of Job. And um, people of God, uh, don't let Dr. Monica fool you. Um, when she comes back, she's going to talk about the brain, the brain.
So she has a very uh, unique anointing and a uh, massive understanding of the brain. She also um, have some teachings that will excel your children. So just prepare yourself again for next Thursday. And we're going to have um, our Dr. Monica return. Um, she's going to bring forth the word again or ever how the Holy Spirit moves her. But she will certainly um, touch bases with you guys in reference uh, to the brain. This is your host, Prophet Paul McGill. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you.